Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we record this podcast on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of What a Great Punk. Good morning, Todd. Good morning. How do you do? Oh, you got that. He got that. You've got that pretending not to be tired voice on. Yeah, yeah. Good you, morning. Yeah, good morning. That was, I was trying to trick myself and yeah. it's not working. You know when you pick up the phone in the morning when someone calls you mm. and no matter how hard you try, <laughs> you, can ne- you, you can never get through it without them saying, did I wake you up? Yeah, I hate when they do that too. The vo- it's, it's so obvious in the voice. <laughs> I know. And it's like, look. You did, but you've called me, so just yeah. do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, or like someone's like, haven't you talked to anyone yet today or something like that? You know, when you like, if you haven't talked to anyone by like 11 a.m. and someone calls you, your voice oh, is yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and when you like, live that's alone, none of they your say business. that. <laughs> but yeah. None of your business if I've talked to anyone or not. We're talking now. That. You know, sometimes I'll sit up in bed and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah, good. Thank you. How are you? Before I answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and what does Kate think about that? I don't think she's seen me do that, actually. Oh, okay. uh, that doesn't happen terribly yeah, yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. good morning. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. Nice to see you too. Okay, yeah. Hello. I think I've done that before. Yeah, you warm the vocals into yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. But, hello. But that's what I could tell you were tired though. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, I oh, am. Well. I am tired. Yeah, I went out last night. Yeah, sick. That was mad. Good I, didn't, for you. I didn't expect to. What'd you do? I was meant to be going just for a dinner. Oh, nice. With some people from the pod they might know. Um, Scott Armstrong. He's not from the pod. <laughs> no. Oh, you mean people some people from the, the pod listen, might know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not yeah. from the pod. You and me are the only ones from the pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Some listeners of the pod, it's guys, I'm tired, okay? Um, they might know. Scott Armstrong, we talked about in the last episode. Our, our mutual friend with shame. Shout outs. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, Scott. Scott. And um, then um, Johan came down, friend of the pod. Shout out. Oh, nice. Johan joined. Yeah, he had a game of football, aka soccer, and then came down. Yeah. Um, and Seabass was there too. Seabass is in town, which what? is a big surprise. Yeah, so he's not going to be there showing. Seabass, <laughs> let's go with all your rules here. Yeah, he's. Seabass uh... is in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seabass was in town, uh, and um, yeah, so we went to dinner, and yeah, they were like Johan and Scott were talking biz because they're both from like IOU. If you don't know, yeah. And they were like, I could tell they were talking about some show they had to go to. It was like the old days. So they're always going to shows. Like they always have oh, to like yeah. go sit, scout a band or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I um, was like, oh, are you guys, are we all going to a show? Like what's going on here? Like, I didn't know. I didn't really particularly want to go, but yeah. I didn't know if they'd organized for me. Like I just didn't know if I was going. I was like, am yeah. I going? I don't know. I don't care. But and then they were like, oh, I'll get you a door spot. And they got me a door spot. So all of a sudden I was going Mad. to the show. Yeah. Who'd you go see? Give him a shout out. I went and saw Telenova shout outs, which is Ed um, Ed, uh, Ed from some social balls in that band. And I don't know the front. Shout out, Ed. Yeah. He Ed. listens to the pot, I think. Well, they were Pretty sure he does, great. yeah. 
Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's mad. So I went to that show and um, it was just sort of like, I had in the back of my mind I have to get up early the whole time. Yeah, yeah. You it's know, hard you know that, that yeah. Oh, I do. So I really enjoyed myself. It was nice to be out. It was at the I had it last cat. night while I was watching uh, 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 90 Day Fiance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The feeling yeah. of dread in the back of your head, but you can't you can't turn it off. It's what impossible to peel on? away from that Let's show. Season subject. five. Yeah. No, no. Season five, yeah. So, which one's that one? That's um, the one with the um the guy David. Yeah, David. The pe- pe- penguin motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best diss when he gets called penguin motherfucker. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. yeah. And by Antonio. You got you guys it, um it's 90 Day Fiance is on Nine Now. If you've got one of those smart TVs, you can watch. You can stream it on Nine Now. It's mad. You can watch. You can do that on your laptop too. Nine you now. can laptop wherever you want. Yeah. It's fucking. Hey, by the way, your new chair is squeaky. I was editing the pod last week, and all I could hear was. I just noticed it just then. Okay, I'll, I'll, um, I'll just I'll lock it from doing from leaning backwards. <laughs> um. Oh, one of the one of our guests has arrived in the waiting room. Okay, I'll finish well, my story quickly. Yeah, well, so we should wait until both are here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so finish my story. Um, yeah, we yeah yeah go okay. on yeah fuck oh, yeah. Also, night, you're at the nightcap. I need two other people in the band. Ed oh and my god, they're going to listen back to this and know that we were just ignoring them in the waiting room. Well, there's only one. There's only one of them, so we have to wait for both of them. I think that's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you wait till both arrive. Can't let them both in and then do small talk twice. That doesn't work. <laughs> it's a blind date again. Blind yeah. date episode. Yeah, we'll have two blind dates in five minutes. Um, so I knew two people in the band, and I was stoked to see them. And I'd been following like this new band, Telenova, on shoutouts on social media through both of them. So I was pretty interested, and I was like, "Oh right. wow, I'm at I'm at that show that they were talking about. I'm here." And then. It was getting, that was quite, but they did two shows and I was at the second one. It was getting pretty late and I just had to go. Like, I was really tired. Yeah. So, I don't know if I should t- be telling this story now that I know Ed listens. Oh, whatever. If you but, have to go, you have to go. Yeah, Everyone so understands to that. Yeah. But um, I was, I, it's a sit down show. So, I didn't want to be noticed leaving, particularly oh, yeah. by the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just, I leaned over to Johan and I was like, do you reckon they'll notice if I leave? And he was like, yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, fuck. And then I kind of like waited a bit longer and I noticed, I was mainly concerned with Josh um, noticing that Ed, I didn't think Ed would see just from where I was positioned. And then I noticed that like when Josh was like rocking out, he was kind of closing his eyes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I go to Johan. I'll just wait till they're rocking out a bit. <laughs> and then and then there was this one moment in the song that came up and he was rocking out hell hard and me and Johan both looked at each other and like tapped each other. He's like uh. just got up and like ran out. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Well, shout outs Telenova. Shout outs Telenova. Shout outs Josh. Josh Moran. Oh, no, Josh. Josh Moran. Oh, it's Josh. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know Josh. He's got his own yeah. pod, the bottom of it. It's fucking yeah, great. Yeah, shout outs. We're both we guests on that. We're both been on We're both been on We're both been on Um, Oh, what? 
That's, that's the end, do- end of the intro. Should we let them in? Maybe they're both okay. on the one, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, d- definitely. Yeah, let's let them in. So, guys, we've, we've, we're really stoked today. We've got Black Country, New Road. We're a band from the UK. Manchester, am I right, Todd? I don't Could know. be totally wrong. <laughs> Could be totally You're not wrong. Stitch me up like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're stoked. They're, yeah. they're a really um, interesting band. They've only been around for about a year and a half in this incarnation, but um, you know they're they're killing it. So yeah, it, um, so it's a blind. It's another blind date episode. Yeah, welcome to blind. Flying dates. completely blind. <laughs> blind dates with Jamie and Todd. Um, I taste makers Johan and Scott from IOU Records were vibing on them so yeah. that's anything to go by I don't doubt it for a minute yeah um, let's, all right. let's let him in let's let him in take it away Mark Sinatra catchy smile you got that catchy smile stop a while come back with that catchy smile come back baby we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away together, baby. But don't tell your nona. Um, when you guys mentioned naked photos before, Tyler, you said something about naked, revealing Charlie's naked photos. Oh yeah, yeah, on my, uh, yeah. On my I don't think I used the word naked, but I, that I, was I did. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, it reminded me of something that uh, probably the stupidest thing I've ever done. <laughs> oh no! Which was that? I know this story. Which was that when I was, I was, it was a couple of years ago, I was as broke. I'm Jamie, by the way. Pleased to meet you. Oh, yeah. This Hi, is Todd. Jamie. I'm Todd. Yeah. Todd. And Tyler and Charlie, great to meet you guys. Thanks for coming nice. on the show. No, Thank you for having us. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Um, uh, we had, this is our second um, kind of blind date. We had Shame on last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I listened to that podcast on the train right. home from, uh, nice from last week. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, went cool. straight in with um, with saying the c word. By the way, like first like two minutes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they went real like hell for leather with uh, like the they Australian impression and like uh, yeah. yeah, they yeah. did. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard. Yeah, the guys are hardcore. <laughs> uh, man, this is so intense. Eh? <laughs> um, but but it reminds me of a story that I was really broke, and mm-hmm. I was doing that classic thing where you think like, how could I get the maximum amount of money in the shortest amount of time. And I don't want to okay. deal drugs. Yeah. So, so I wasn't going to do that. And I was like, maybe, and I had this great <laughs> idea, like maybe I could become like one of those people that sit nude for people in life, life drawing oh, classes. I thought about this a lot. Yeah. Okay. Right? Did you yeah. do so, it? Well, and, and, and I was like, oh my God. And so I got on Google and I like typed in like life drawing classes, Melbourne or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, I don't found this, this funny at all. I don't know well, what you guys yeah, are laughing yeah. at. No, yeah. there's a funny bit coming up. Well, that's not yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but and well, to my mind, it was like I'm not. Um, I wouldn't call myself an exhibitionist, but like it, I'm not too fussed about sitting nude for someone to draw if you're going to earn some good money, and it's like whatever. Yeah. And um, and so I found this ad, and it was like looking for people to sit nude. Please um, submit your photos to. Um, <laughs> please submit your nude photos to such and such. And so I was like, oh, that sounds easy. So I went into my, my brother's room and like <laughs> took, it's like, please submit five poses. So I was like doing all these poses, like, you know, there's like a squatting one and like a one with my leg up on the bed, like taking all these photos, of the, <laughs> taking all these photos in the mirror. 
And then I like just sent them off to like, you know, fucking like virus at yahoo.com. Yeah, Bongo Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Bongo Williams at yahoo.com. And, um, and then I just like sat on the edge of the bed nude, like a sad, like looking Hugh, Hugh Grant type figure just going like, what the fuck did I just do? I just sent- <laughs> And I've been like mildly anxious that those photos will like yeah, surface at some point in my life. But they probably yeah. won't. I don't think they care about my nude photos. Well, and to be honest, I don't give a fuck. It feel any better. We've never come across them. Yeah, no, that is oh, true. It didn't come up on an sort of extensive research. Thank you. Yeah. That's basically why I brought this up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, you guys, you guys got lucky this time. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that in this day and age I'd care that much if nude photos of myself mm. emerge. I don't know that anybody would care, to be honest. No, I, That's a big statement. I think there's a lot of people that would care. Do you think? But, but I, I do it. I think. I think it's like I think like being in control of your like narrative is like one of the most important <laughs> things that you know that you can possibly have, especially well, like That's online. the thing. It's not like, necessarily like the nudity of it. It's the lack of control. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. mm. nudity is involved. You feel most exposed, so therefore, least amount of control. Yeah. Do you guys feel? I I feel kind of similar to you. I think. Do you? Yeah. It's like, what's the big deal, really? At the end of the day, that's (laughs) how I kind of feel about it. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? But well, I guess I mean, like, if you're owning, you know, if if you're owning it, you know, if you're owning your narrative, then that's you know, that's fine because, like, you know, if you if you are online, you are naked. Like, Mm. fair dues, I suppose. You know, if you, I guess it's just how comfortable you are with your own. Yeah. uh, What What do you think is so important about owning your narrative? I don't know. Like, I think you just kind of want to be in control of, uh, of how you're perceived. I think, like, I guess if you're um, online, it's, it can be quite difficult to gauge, like, your personality. Mm. And I think that there's a lot of, you know, you project a whole, like, life and person mm. onto, like, a number of different online platforms and, like, um, being in control of that. It's, no, it's not particularly personal because you're not meeting someone, you know, like, face-to-face. And so... yeah. I think being in control of it is uh, is pretty important. But also, like being in control of your narrative is also at the same time giving up, like caring about what other people think, because you're never going to be able to fully control that narrative once it's mm. public. So you have to be able to let go of that side of caring, yes. because yeah. as soon as something becomes public, like I think about celebrities and actors a lot about like if you become. Uh, really into them and their performances and stuff you feel this kind of like weird connection with them like you know them and you create this kind of idea of them in your head and you really like them but you Mm. only like them based on their performance that's out in the public eye you have no idea what they're like so if you want to have like your own public control you kind of have to just like let go and like not care about what these you know there's gonna be so many stories that are made up about you Yes. You have to not care about that. I think also with yeah. the actors, like it's it's um one of my favorite things to do um is go on to those like architectural digests um <laughs> videos on YouTube where actors like invite people in to see their homes. Oh yeah. And like, you know, you can like normally like build up like an idea of like what an actor is mm. and like who they are and like you can kind of like admire them just from like the, the films that they've been in. And then you look at these like their homes and these guys are monsters. Like they're insane. <laughs> like the, the yeah. shit they have in their in their houses is like it's beyond anything. Like if if you watch Cara Delevingne's um like uh home tour on the Architectural yeah. Digest, it is like genuinely like psychotic. Like she's she's why because she has a jungle themed like mansion and these like these people are sort of like like she's a multi millionaire. Yeah, and it's just like it's like she's like someone has given like 
her the opportunity to create a Sims house, but it's the place that she actually lives in. And wow. it's just, it's completely obscene. I mean, I, 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 can't, I can't do it justice just by explaining mm. it, but it is... It's, Wait, you're saying her whole house is jungle? Her whole house is jungle-themed. And like, oh that's God. not an exaggeration. Her whole house is jungle-themed. She's got like bamboo bunk beds, like a jungle <laughs> bar. Like, and this is oh, like, this is like a beautiful house in, like, you know, like in, the, in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just turned it into a jungle-themed yeah, it's a bit much. Like, den. Like maybe a jungle room or something, but don't they? Yeah, a jungle whole room is fine. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. But a whole house does seem like slightly extreme. Mm. Yeah, that's too much. Possibly. I don't care who you are. But this, yeah. this, 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 is, this is why we're doing the podcast, though, essentially, is so that we can, um, that we can relinquish all control over our narrative and just well, that's, basically... Yeah. It's, I, I think it's a really interesting, interesting topic because, you know, any, any, most people are, are, are concerned with how they portray themselves and, and building their own kind of narrative or whatever. But I, and I've thought about that a bit because, you know, I do it as well. But then I think, like, what, why is that so important? What, like, if ultimately the goal is to... to like you said, Tyler, relinquish what, what, uh, relinquish that, and and what other people think of you, and really how how important is what I mean, and, and other than from a from a uh, business um, perspective, it's not that important what people think of you, really, or to to my mind, it's not, you know. So I, I wonder, there's this like dichotomy between building a, a, an, an image and also like letting go of it all at the same time. I just think it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Like they kind of seem to go in opposite directions, those two. It is because things. like as a musician or as a creative, you want people to like your stuff enough to support you. Um, but at the same time, there's going to be a lot of people talking and you didn't ask for them to talk and they're going to say some things that you might not like, but you've just got to forgive and forget because they are the people that are supporting you at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. I, I, think, I think that there's a, separ- there's a separation between being in control of your narrative as an individual and being in control of your narrative as part of like a creative group. Yes, there is. There is big time. Like, I think for the band, it's always been... I, th- I guess that's probably where, where you have to start. Like, I mean, with us, like with, with sort of... I mean, you talk about like creative control or like narrative is that we've been very like interested, I suppose, in like in directing our narrative from the start because there's no point in building up like any sort of mythology about a group, you know, people that, you know, saying anything other than what we are, which is essentially not particularly interesting people that just happen to make music <laughs> together. <laughs> and there's no point in, you know, in kind of like buttering that up in any way, like saying that we yeah. kind of all like have this sort of... Uh, crazy or interesting background I guess just like what our intentions were at the beginning with like uh, holding back with like how we um, you know connected to the public was that like by not connecting all all that you hear about us is just like people making up stuff Mm. and all people hear about us is what they've heard from someone else saying about us Mm. they all know that none of it has actually come from us they all know that it's kind of like conspiracy theories and they don't really know what we are all they know that we are you know we're just a band that make music yeah and we only got that control by just like not saying anything at all completely yeah Yeah, so Mm -hmm. you guys took a really kind of quiet approach in that in that in that way to to begin with completely mute yeah (laughs) right what we said was this date. Yeah. <laughs> Come if you like. Because right. there's, I mean, because there's nothing really to say, to be honest. Like, really. you know, like the, the music, the music should just like be the, the mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. We're so honest. young as well. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, how old are you guys? Start doing this. 
I'm 22. I'm 14, yeah. 15 next week. Oh, <laughs> cool, man. Like, He's the yeah. baby. It's an exciting yeah. time, that age. Yeah. It is, yeah. I got Crazy my, um, shit I don't know whether you guys have GCSEs in Australia, but like, it's like in, when we leave secondary school, like I'm really looking forward to it, I guess, like <laughs> yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah that'll no, be I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm 21. Okay, nice. Oh, and yeah, where, yeah. Are, where are you guys right now? We're at my house in- Oh, at Charlie's house? Yeah, in London. In London, okay. Great. Yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Um. And so it's been a, it's been a, is this your first, have you been on a podcast before? No. I we don't normally do this much talking. Yeah, really yeah. Not, not at all. Yeah, this is yeah. our first podcast. Yeah. That's cool. Well, um, that, wow, that's great to, um, to have you on your first podcast. It's a, it's a weird and wonderful format. And feel free if you feel quiet for a minute, just to go quiet for a minute. You don't have to keep talking. It doesn't have to be high about energy. Fifteen minutes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, I forgot you were here, man. Yeah, I was like, you guys were doing great, so I just kind of let it go. And also got that weird thing where the coffee hits you and you kind of you kind of go a bit funny in your head. You always that, fucking I get always that. get that. I know. But <laughs> you always fuck up your coffee like I've thing been in the morning. Recently. I've been trying not to, but yeah, we. Kicked it, kicked it off a bit earlier than usual today, so. What time is it? Yeah. I was going to say, it's like it's a yeah. Yeah. Look, it's 9.20 a.m., which is not oh, terribly. Oh, come on. No, it's pretty early. No, but. That's not early. That's listen, way early, yeah. I had to get up at like 7 to like get ready, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck poor that. Yeah. Yeah. Like shower, um, <laughs> clean what the cat. What time do you get up, Clean Tyler? the cat litter. Clean the cat. Oh, Recently, I've been getting up. My alarm's been on at like 6.30 the past few days. What are you doing when you get up? <laughs> no, are you getting up at 6.30? Week. Or are you just waking getting up? Getting up at 6.30 to get up at 7. You know when you oh, yeah. think you know a person and then they just go and say something like insane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you doing when you get up? What's your, what do you do? Oh, what am I doing? Make a coffee. What am I doing? Um... Uh, yeah, I guess um, I live on I live on a sofa with some friends at the moment, so I like okay. to be like awake and energized when they come in in the morning, so they don't feel like they're intruding on a space. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. that is fucking smart. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. that is yeah. smart. Not that they care; they haven't asked for this. I just no, they wouldn't. Yeah, no, no they shouldn't either. But no, yeah. this this week has actually been like kind of weirdly awesome, but. Um, it's been the first week where I've been like quite busy doing like relatively productive stuff mm. and came home yesterday feeling really tired and exhausted and thought I was ill, but it was actually just like working again. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was just being pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes a little minute to rev up the engines again and get that, yeah, uh, yeah. get that going. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it's, so Hang I was on. gonna say. So, <laughs> yes. So, so yes. look, uh, let, let me set the tone. We'll Indeed. just we'll, we'll just chat for a bit, but um, but it will it'll kind of be like an interview as well because we don't know you, know you guys personally. It'd be nice to learn a bit. Um, yeah. What's so th- this year has been a big one for you guys. You've recorded the debut album. That's right. Yeah. That right. That was this year, wasn't it? That yeah. was that was in March uh, when we recorded it. Wow. And yeah. where did where did you do it? We did it. Um, a studio in London yeah. with a guy called Andy Savers. Shout outs. My bloody Valentine. My bloody Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's so yeah. cool. That's Fucking cool. hell. Were you starstruck meeting him? Um, didn't really know much about him before we started working with him. We did. We did we, sunglasses with him the, um, the, uh, oh, yeah. about a year before. Yeah. Um, and that was really great. But I mean, it's, he's, he's not like the, like a, um, 
he's like he's a pretty like a like low key guy. Yeah, like, well, he's, he's a shoe, he's a shoegaze like, lord. In a very very yeah, positive yeah. way, like he's just like. Nah, he's just like a guy that likes to hang out. Yeah, you know? yeah he's exactly. really like. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the kind of person that nah. you would meet. How's his hearing? I feel like he has some pretty mean <laughs> tinnitus. Yeah, like some bad tinnitus. He just basically like hears everything as if it's like really like drenched in reverb and like yeah, he kind yeah. of always needs to ask you like what you're saying like over and over again. <laughs> are they yeah. are they like they famously like play pretty loud at shows and, and stuff like that or is that someone else something? Yeah, I think it's my buddy Valentine. Yeah, yeah. He's never actually mentioned ever going to any of their gigs. Before. He actually he's very he's very <laughs> sort of um, reticent to talk about. Um, my Bloody Valentine really. yeah. he doesn't talk about it that much no. he, he'll occasionally like sort of in an off comment talk about like uh, he's talked about the killers before yeah he's talked about the killers before yeah he and recorded actually, like what track was it uh, I don't know they recorded a track in the studio that we did. Um, did the album he doesn't talk about My Bloody Valentine that much but he does talk or at least he talked to me quite a bit about um an artist called Mr. Hudson, who... Uh, <laughs> he talked to all of us about yeah, Mr. Yeah, but, yeah, but So I don't know what you guys remember in 2010, <laughs> which was like kind of a weird time for, you know, I'm sure for everyone. But Mr. Hudson um, had... He did that end up song, he did, right? Well, no, no, no. So he did, he did, he did a song that basically sounded like end ups, but he did um, Supernova featuring Kanye West, which I guess like you guys will both know is like a, a really seminal piece of... Uh, of pop music yes and that was like a that was a big deal for us <laughs> I mean so like Star, Star Trek for that uh, yeah totally that's a yeah, big deal yeah. and how, how long did, how, how long were you recording for I mean it was a very drawn out process because of what's happened in the world yeah. um, so we started recording before the lockdown happened in the UK and then it was done in bits but not quite done had to wait for a bit did a bit more, so we, it was complete over. By by what point? I guess we finished it completely in, like, August. August? Yeah, yeah. But but bear in mind that like most the, the bulk of that was done in the space of about a week and a half, two weeks in March. Right. So like most of the pretty much all of the stuff that you hear on the album is on. Um, I mean, it's it's like live. Um, and then it's I was like, going to say, you strike me as a band that would record mm. live. We, we have. Do. There's yeah. one track on the album which is less so because the way it was written was completely different to the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Most of them were written at, at least like a year before and have been right. like performed several times and finessed after that time. Yeah. And then one of them we wrote the beginnings of like about a year before, but then formed it in the studio. So a completely different process. Right. Uh, yeah. It's always yeah. fun to have a song like that on a record. I, I feel like. Yeah, it's a bit so- of like a random one that people yeah. won't see coming. Yeah, it was sort of there. It had been there for like a, a while, like a pretty long time. And then it's like I don't think we have any ambitions to play it live whatsoever. Mm. Um, but it's actually it's quite an interesting track because it is quite indicative of kind of maybe more so than any other track on the album of kind of where the band is heading. Yeah. Um, which which track which- is this? Uh, it's called Track X, okay. um, and uh, yeah, it's. I know it's. It is. It's. To- I mean, like, totally, completely different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, from pretty much everything else now, but it it does still in our minds fit. I think. Yeah. It feels really good to be yeah. releasing an album where there's one track where people haven't heard it before. Definitely. <laughs> it feels For sure. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, great. So and so you mentioned the. The writing process. I'm interested in in that um, 
from your your perspective like what what was the what was the process around the creation of these songs well as an album it is not a conceptual album the the the, the songs do not they were not formed together to be like one piece as an album they were formed over a long period of time um formed in very different times um structures would be like brought to practice sessions and then they would be performed live and then slight bits of improv might be used um and then after playing these songs a hundred times then they would develop and then they, the, the final song would be there like maybe months after the, fi- mm. the first structure had come into play right um so, but I think that style of writing is changing a lot yeah. for album two. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty faithful documentation. I think that the, what the aim, pretty much in its entirety for the first album, has been to document pretty much from day one of Black Country New Road up until, like, when we started recording. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all not when we started recording, kind of the, the, first, the first year and a bit, essentially. So mm-hmm. yeah, a couple of the tracks in the album we played, you know, for the first time in like uh, the first ever time that we got together as Black Country Road. Yeah. Um, yeah right. And then, uh, I mean, I guess like track X, that, that kind of came together in the studio. But it's like mm-hmm. what we want it to be is a, pr- a pretty kind of faithful document of um, like the definitive versions of all those tracks um, yes. from that first year, that first kind of phase of the band. So it's like chapter one kind of thing, book one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Cool. And it's kind of where we um, we really don't don't really think of it as like a debut album. It's mm-hmm. more of just like a release of things that happened before, and we've given you like a concise documentation of it. Yeah. And then the first thing that we release, it, we're kind of like the next thing that we release will be like the the considered thing that is an album, if that makes ah, sense. Ah, I see. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's great. That'll that'll separate the two bodies of work nicely as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And what's I think the, also, oh no, sorry, go. On. No, go. No, you go ahead, Charlie. I was just, I was just going to say. I mean, it'll, it'll, you know, they'll be, they'll be so separate. I mean, they, they are at the moment in terms of writing, mm-hmm. so different. Like, I mean, just completely like, uh, like chalk and cheese at the moment. Is that right? Is quite nice. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, I, my question was kind of on that. It was like with the, you mentioned that the, the writing style for the n- newer material that you're working on is different how like how how does it differ to the from the from this first record um i think that i mean for a start we've we have um a a few of the tracks have been written and a couple of the tracks were written before we started recording um the first album but uh we we started out with one track which we've been playing live for about a year or so um which kind of it's very uh like diatonic it's very like sort of emotive um quite broad and like um quite uplifting and that provided i think quite a nice like uh musical language kind of where we wanted to go on from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so i think what the the main kind of difference at the moment from album one and album two is that there's not as much like atonality um mm-hmm. It's kind of more, I mean, it's, it's you know... We're, it's a bit we're, more comprehensive. It's a little more comprehensive. I mean, we're still, we're still exercising the same muscles musically. We're just like... Um, <laughs> I'm still doing yeah, this. Yeah, we're still doing we're this. Still I'm still doing, doing this. this. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. like... Right. Um, but we're, I think, just going in a... Uh, 
we're exploring a different like emotional field. I think really okay. with what we're trying to you know. I think it's slightly more universal. In, yeah, I think in, that's also in, true. Okay. Kind of taste buds, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. It's it's classy stuff, you guys. Yeah, it definitely it, is. It's really classy. Um, Thank you. And uh, yeah, super cool. I mean, uh, that sunglasses track really grabbed me. Thought that was great. Uh, and I really loved, and I really loved the um, the Scott Walker reference in there as well. You guys, Scott Walker fans? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm big time. quite a big Scott yeah, Walker. Yeah, yeah, we love uh, yeah. Scott yeah. Walker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd be lying if I said I know heaps of his work, but I love Scott Three. I think is the album that I that I constantly Scott put three. on. Scott Three. I think that like everyone has a different. Whenever when everyone says they like Scott Walker, everyone pretty broadly is likes. Scott Two the most popular. I think Scott 2 probably is the most popular, but everyone broadly likes like Scott 1 through 4. Yeah. Mm. And, then, and then someone will be like, oh yeah, like I also like a couple of tracks of Bish Bosh. That's quite fun. Yeah. And then the conversation kind of ends and you're like talking about Scott 1 through 4. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It feels to me like, like you guys would like the more avant-garde um, of his, of, from his collection, you know? like I don't know. I used to really love, um, when I was really into him, love like some of his more like theatrical, like early stuff, like, some of the stuff from just like first Scott, you know, I actually really like getting into the kind of like more like musical side of his stuff. Mm. Not that I'm really into musicals. I guess it was just something that was it's quite like, far it's from so what we're rock, making. Isn't it? it's, just it's, like, so, yeah. it's so just, it's music that like clearly tells you how you're meant to feel. It's yeah. like, it's like mm. film music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I think, um, I think that like, yeah, I, although yeah, I do, I do like his later stuff, mm. of course, mm. but like mm-hmm. those, the reason why, Everyone always talks about Scott one through four is because they are just like they're so expressive, yeah, they're so engaging, and like I can't I don't know what the first track is on Scott one. I mean Scott one is my favourite of those. Right, um, when Joanna loved me is my favourite yeah. song from that. From, oh, from so Scott, good. I'll Wait, have to well, listen to Scott one today. Uh, you haven't have you listened to my Scott Walker Scott, talk? Right? Yeah, I don't Scott, have yeah. Scott. any idea what you guys are talking about. I'm Scott sorry. Walker. Oh, He's, oh, oh no, we can talk about cool. something yeah, else. No, no, I'll, you no. This know, isn't talk, cool. Let's talk Go about Scott cool Green. Matilda, <laughs> Matilda. That that yeah. um that is such a fucking good song. It's I mean it's not it's not his. It's Jack Brell, right? Okay. Jack Brell, exactly. Yeah, but it right, is, I'm gonna add. It's fun. Tell me the song listen, to just, add on Spotify right now. Listen to Matilda and then listen to When Joanna Love Me. When Joanna Love You is my favorite. And my favorite is On Your Own Again. All right. Oh, oh, great shout. Yeah, I love lovely. That song. Lovely. It's a great one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what yeah. were they again? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Matilde. Um, Matilde, yeah. Um, when Joanna Loved Me. When Joanna. Fuck. Okay. It's a lot of words. Yeah. Oh, how do you spell Matilde? <laughs> Matilda. M-A-T-I-L-D. Is that right? M-A-T-H-I-L-D-E. Oh, yeah, it's the H. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Mathilde. Okay, um, yeah. When Joanna loved me. When Joanna loved me. Just write me. Joanna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to write when. Um, oh, well, he's got a song just called Joanna, so that kind of fucked. fucked oh, yeah, oh, that, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. So that's the song? Yeah. Okay. No. Different song, maybe. Is that the song? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've got Matilda in. That'll yeah. do us for now. I might just enjoy, yeah. Just, just listen to that, and then you know, then you can go on. From oh, there. when Joanna loved me is different. Album, it's a different. Song. Yeah, it is. Different, it's a different yeah, song. we're talking about a few songs right now. <laughs> on your own again. Write that one, please. Yeah. Okay. On your own again. Okay. Oh, I got a mini playlist. Oh, good on you, man. Fuck yeah. Hey, good. Take um, a mini playlist. We read on a. Um, I can't remember what it was. 
maybe a press release, some description, but um, that uh, you guys played on a French television show between, <laughs> oh, yeah. between like Kim Gordon and Ed O'Brien or something like that. Yeah. 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 Sonic Youth and Radiohead for those who don't know. Um, uh, that's pretty amazing. What, what was that? Did you, go, did you meet them? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Ed yeah. came up to us before we played. Get and was fucked. like one of the nicest people we've ever met. Like wow. he was so soft spoken. Yeah, he was like it was it was like we were <laughs> I don't know, like we were his like child's friends or something yeah. that he was trying to exactly make feel welcome. Like, yeah. Um he he just said like, Oh, your first time, blah blah blah, hope it goes well, where are you guys from? Just like normal human conversation. Mm, yeah. That he was you know, he, he didn't need to do that at all, but made us feel yeah. very comfortable yeah, doing something actual... like that. He was an actual prince. Shout out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so nice. Love yeah. that. Love yeah. that. Yeah. That's so yeah. nice. Um, yeah. um, that, that's what you would. Ho- that's what you would hope, you know. But it's probably not always the case with with characters like that. But you, you know, he looks no. like a he looks like a nice man. He and does. Yeah. He, well, he lives up to all your expectations. Yeah. Oh, how lovely! Yeah, and what about Kim Gordon? Yeah. Um, Kim Gordon didn't speak to us as much as Ed O'Brien yeah. did, but mm. like. I think that like Ed O'Brien spoke to us. I, th- I mean, you know, just just because Kim Gordon didn't kind of come over for a chat doesn't didn't mean that she, you know, she, oh, God, she wasn't no. like a, a no. great and lovely person. I can totally yeah, of understand why she'd want to just like just have her own time. Oh, hundred percent. Me too. No, yeah. no, no disrespect. Um, no shade. She was incredible live, though. She played the show and she was fucking awesome. Yeah. Wow. Um, she was really, really good. Um, yeah. And then I mean, I, I get. I mean, I wasn't part of the interview afterwards, but uh, yeah, Isaac I mean, and I did an interview with Jenny Beth, who was hosting it, and then oh, cool, Kim and Ed, and Ed was just like he. It was quite like a nerve wracking thing to be sat in this round table situation <laughs> with me and Isaac, who were just like nobodies, and then like <laughs> fucking like Kim and Ed, like mm. I shouldn't be here, and the way that Ed was like looking at me as if like I was just like a normal person involved in a normal conversation <laughs> I was kind of saying thank you with my eyes but also what am I doing here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so kind of him wow yeah, yeah. How incredible that awesome. well that's an experience you remember Definitely. I think that comes out next yeah. week actually yeah oh cool. this week it's quite oh, is that soon right? it comes yeah. out yeah. oh cool yeah oh that's exciting what, what do people need to look up to watch that just in case they're listening I think want to it's art, so A R T E. I think they'll post it on oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, but fun fact about that um, yeah. performance: everyone got coronavirus afterwards, which was good. <laughs> yeah, everyone. So yeah. Jenny Beth got it. Her partner got it. Yeah. People on the production. Ed got it. Ed got they it. all got fucking. Don't know about yeah. Kim. Yeah. Did but, you get um, it? We we thought we had it, but I think we might have you just been really hung over or tired yeah. or something. Oh yeah. Right. Because um, yeah. Shane had it too. Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, not all, not all of them. Steen didn't get it, but, the, but I think the rest, the rest of them did. The rest yeah. of them did, yeah. The rest of them got it. Yeah. I mean, we've all had it. It's all been like a, you know. Must have you? Done. I'm pretty sure I was asymptomatic. Everyone got really ill. Yeah. And yeah. there was no chance that I couldn't have got it. I got it a couple of months ago and gave it to everyone else in the house here, which was pretty fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Really kind of yeah, my girlfriend was like halfway <laughs> to Glasgow yeah. uh, on the train when she got um, her test result back. No. <laughs> yeah, That's so that awful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 all got it. Yeah. Um, oh my so god. Was, Everyone's yeah, got it. Fun. 
We haven't got it. It's cool. We yeah, haven't brushed really that good. close with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we didn't get I was it. Say, I, you guys played a you guys played a show like this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah it was weekend. a couple couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. It was it was our first show back. How was it? It was fantastic. It's so nice to be back in the swing of things and we did two oh, two shows. So jealous. I know two shows back to back, and it was just oh my god! It was the nicest. It was the best weekend. And what was really funny was the crew were so not jaded. Like they were like, yeah, yeah. "Hey guys, let me grab that." Oh, cool! Yeah, no, no. You know, <laughs> yeah. And like, and I was like, just so gassed to be yeah. back. That was yeah. gassed. I was sitting down after the show, and like one of the techs was packing up the drums and I had no energy and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I'm being so lazy. And he goes, no, no, no. I love it, mate. I love it. <laughs> I said, you sit there. What was yeah. the event? Was it like a, was it just your gig? Yeah, it was just it our it? show. Yeah. Um, it was just our show. And uh, where were you it, playing? We're playing in, in Melbourne city at a, at a, um, a, quite a, quite a big venue in the city called Max Watts, but it was only a hundred mm. capacity. So it was all tables and chairs kind of scattered cool. throughout the, how yeah. was it playing to tables and chairs? Yeah, you know that's what? true. Honestly, it? excellent. Yeah, we loved it. Really? Right. Yeah, which is funny because I think a lot of like punk bands or just bands in general wouldn't like it and it wouldn't work for everyone. But I think my initial reaction was that's not going to work. Um, there's mm-hmm. no mosh pit, that kind of thing. But um, then when I just started like thinking that, okay, don't compare what this is going to be to what shows were like and just embrace this for the show that it is, a show where everyone's sitting down but they're excited to be there, we're excited to be playing um, and just like focus on that. It was pretty amazing in the end. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Mm. Were people standing up or standing on tables? Nah, no, they, no. no, they weren't. They were all actually quite well behaved as well, yeah. which is sort of amazing, oh, you know. It was like great. three to a table and you had to stay there so there was no one walking around or... And I think they were really quite vocal, which was nice as well. Yeah. Like there was a lot of yelling yeah. and, and shouting, which was cool. Yeah. Oh, it was fun. Um, you guys just played oh, recently though as so well, didn't you? Didn't you? Uh, no, we so we played um our most recent live performance was in August. Holden? Yeah, Holden, yeah. Um so we, we played we played um a couple of shows <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> It was actually like, so, so basically we, um, we were booked to play a festival in Germany at Haldem, um, mm-hmm. which is like a small town kind of on the Dutch-German border. Okay. Um, and it obviously got cancelled, but they invited a couple of groups just to come and like do a sort of live stream performance with the orchestra, which regularly kind of attends and they play with bands. Called kind Stargaze. Of, called Stargaze. Um, and they arranged one of our tracks. They arranged a kind of accompaniment for one of our tracks and we performed it in a church. And wow. it was It was insane. And it was like in this incredible idyllic German little village with like a lake right next to it. We like had free drinks all weekend and like hung oh. out with everyone. And they supplied bikes for us as well. So we were oh. there for like, I think like, like three nights in total. And as much as I really, really want to go back and see it and like how it's meant to be with like the massive crowds and everything, it felt so special and intimate to mm. be there in that period of time where we had these bikes, we could go swimming in the lakes <laughs> and got, you know, Got, uh, got to know like the people that run it very well and then very lovely people perform this like orchestral piece in a church like it's ridiculous things that shouldn't have been happening in COVID times but mm. they were because of this wow. team of people and it was so surreal and so special and, how cool um, 
Yeah. And then, the, so we did this beautiful, so in contrast, one day we did this performance with the orchestra in the church. And then the next day we had to do this live session. And we were told that like the day or two before that we're not allowed to perform songs that hadn't already gone out. Right. So that, you know, kind of screws us over because we've only got two songs <laughs> that are out. Mm. So what do we do? Oh, we do like a Weezer cover, of yeah. course. <laughs> like what else do you do? Oh my God. <laughs> so we did Say It Ain't So. Yeah, we did a nice cover of Say It Ain't So. Which was, <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, and it was like time. boiling hot. It was like 37 yeah, was degrees fun. or yeah, something. We were really. sweating. And wow. uh, it, was, it was actually just like the nicest weekend though. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was like a holiday. It really, really was. Like, I mean, normally, I mean, I'm sure you guys obviously know this. Like when you go and play somewhere, you just kind of go in, you go out and you don't really get to see mm. too much mm. of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But like we had like three or four days there just like hanging out. Yeah, that's out. special of that. Yeah. And it was just like nothing I've ever really kind of done before mm. with um with the band. It was mm. yeah, it was amazing. It was really cool. Yeah. But we've got we've got um we've got one show, we've got a show actually coming up. It's not really a show, but we've got a fundraiser coming up on Saturday on Saturday for I mean for the venue the windmill in Brixton. Oh yeah, um, shout Which I mean and you know, any yeah. band that's like come through London in like the last like five years. Yeah, uh, has come through the windmill. You ultimately like rely on it for yeah, your completely. first gig. Without the windmill, like we'd be nothing. Completely. Really? Um, and so we uh, are doing a set with another London band called Black Midi. Oh yeah. Um, who we've kind of just been slightly joined at the hip with from uh, as soon as we kind of both started playing. We started playing because of the, the windmill. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's hard because of the windmill because like we. They played their first show or one of their first shows with us uh, back in like 2016, 16, yeah. And like, and we've kind of just known them pretty much ever since. And, right. uh, and it, without the windmill, we, you know, neither of us would be in the positions that we kind of are. Yeah. And so we're doing last year, we did uh, a, an improv set and a set of like Christmas covers with, uh, with them. But this came oh. about because Lewis, who's the saxophonist in our band, he was he's graduated now from Guildhall School of Music. But they had to do this project where you just had to like put on a performance in public. So he decided to do a black MIDI New Road performance. It's like a Christmas gig. <laughs> and oh he my just God. like threw it together last minute and it was kind of weird the like attraction it got from from the public. Like, oh my mm. God, this this crazy gig that's happening when actually it's just like Lewis's school project. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> together last minute and we hadn't really prepared for it at all and people have bought tickets for it oh, it was yeah. a bit weird and overwhelming that people cared got, this much wow got good grades for that Bloody yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think he did I do alright for that one yeah you'd want to think so yeah you'd hope yeah. so but it went well and you know the windmill is in need right now so yeah it really is oh, so it's it a fundraiser for the windmill it's for the windmill yeah and you're playing the Christmas songs and stuff again you've better than Christmas right okay bit of Christmas songs. Also, you might get more than Christmas songs, Who but knows? you'll have to tune in. A few ways to cover. Who knows? I mean, I don't want to be the... Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, I'm not for, saying anything. Yeah, for a lot of what? people, the arbiters of bad news doing Weezer covers again. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, may I, I saw Weezer once play, um, <gasps> this is a random memory. <laughs> they played a cover of Paranoid Android. Oh, No way. Yeah. And it was fucking good. Wow, that does sound like it'd be pretty good. That's, Have you guys heard the um the cover of, or not the cover, but like the remix of Paranoid Android to the Family Guy theme tune? Oh my <laughs> god, because it's like it's really it's something else. Like it is. It's, what the fuck? 
Is it like a mashup? Really like, yeah, it's like, it's really fun. I mean, it's, yeah, I won't play it now because I'll save, you know, I'll save you kind of all the the pain of it. But like, it is, if you don't want to go to sleep for like a, like a yeah. you know, an evening. I reckon check it on. Oh. Check it on. I think that would induce, that would induce psychosis for me. I need to hear but it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. You want to hear it? Okay, yeah. well. Yeah, go on. Go on. <laughs> Wait, um, <laughs> can't believe you're doing this. Yeah, um, paranoid. It's 9.46 a.m. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, hold on. I got an advert. Get rid of that. This is- it seems today that all you see oh. is violence in movies and sex oh. on TV. That is genius. Wow. Yeah. Hey, have you ever heard the um, Slipknot and Bieber mashup? That's a funny one. We don't yeah, have to play it now. But that yeah, works. That, that works. Yeah, so that well. works really well. Yeah. There was also they they um actually Slipknot but like they um gets remixed into a lot of stuff. There's a really good Slipknot and uh, do you guys know Lazy Town? Uh, yeah. No, I know Crazy. Lazy Town was yeah. like, was like <laughs> okay, you guys are way cooler than us though. Yeah. But like the Lazy Town was a kids' TV show. And, yeah. Um, and oh no no it wasn't no it was no um it was no it wasn't Lazy Town it was um it was Lil John and Slipknot. Um, got m- maxed, mashed up together. It's like it's always um, what's the name of this? Uh, Psychosocial. Yeah, like it's just like when it drops into I did my time. It yeah. just like it just kind of really like segues nicely into like anything. Yeah, you drop wow. any chorus in there. Yeah, shout out to any prospective DJs that really want to clear a floor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, how cool that that like um. This is, it's, it's, it's fun, like having shame and then having you guys has been not, I'm not wrapping up by the way. I'm just like, oh, cool, yeah. doing, yeah, I'm doing don't. a little bit of a, um, an internal kind of monologue. I don't know. Like what, am I, what am I doing? What are you I'm doing just saying, yeah. it's quite, it's, it's really nice. And you know, like the UK scene at large seems really like strong at the moment. There's quite a, mm. like you could, you could rattle off like, you know, 10 or so band names. Squid. That's a band I've heard There's of. There's one. From the UK. Squid. Yeah. They were quite good. We saw them. Nice Shame. Guys. Fontaines. Awesome. You yeah. guys. Black Midi. Awesome yeah. dudes. Who and else is good? Yeah. Dry, dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. Dry cleaning are awesome. Yeah. Porridge Radio are really great. Famous. Wow. Famous. Gotta yeah. check out Famous. Famous. You guys really need to check out Famous. Justin Fendricks. Okay. Uh, Ethan P. Flynn. Ethan P. Flynn. Gotta check him out. actually wearing his t-shirt of right you guys, now. So you guys Shout are going out. a bit bit deeper. We were kind of giving yeah, the yeah. sort of the, the enemy version. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but like the, the thing is that there are like there are so many great bands, and like I, I don't want to harp back to to what you know, like just say, it seems the obvious for us, but it is just like it's the venues, like it's the, it's yeah. the windmill, really. Of course, like without without a place like that, it just none of this would happen. Yeah, at all. Do we have that, Todd? No, yeah, you, do you guys have you, that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do we? I don't. I don't know that we like have any venues that we like 
regard as highly as 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 you you all regard the windmill. I don't yeah. know if we do. I'm actually a bit offended that we never played the windmill. No one asked us to play that. That's bullshit. Yeah, we should play I, that. I heard you guys talking you played the old blue last. And that yeah, really old blue last. Old blue last. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna, someone's going to get fired for that. Cool. I swear to God. Now, I did a um I I did a trial shift of the old blue last once. I worked behind the bar there once. Um, and I have to say, I mean, it was awful. Um, and it's like, I, I did have to clean up human shit, but like, um, I've done that. Cheers, I do, yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know, cheers. um, yeah. <laughs> cheers Jamie found a dead person down the bottom of the I stairs. Found, yeah. I found a dead person at a pub I was working at. Yeah. Oh my no, God. I thought, oh, I thought cleaning man. up shit was bad until I found a, a, a man, a dead man. Oh God. He'd fallen. Jesus Christ. He was an alcoholic man who lived upstairs and I sometimes had to go, I was like a bar manager. I had to sometimes go up and collect his rent because he was always late yeah. and I'd like knock on the door and he'd come to the door and he's quite skinny and he'd be like, oh, hey mate, sorry. And there's wine bottles all over the ground and he was like in a robe and his todger was hanging out or whatever. <laughs> and he'd, he'd like just get, you know, get the cash. Anyway, one day- uh, one of the girls I work with, Jordan, shout out, was like, she just ran into the bar going, oh my God, there's a fucking dead man, there's a fucking man to say And I was oh like, what, what, what? She was like, man, <laughs> And I ran out there and there he was, he'd fallen down the stairs and broken his neck. Oh and was my like, God. Fucking hell. He was halfway down. He was like on the landing. You know how there's like a landing yeah. halfway down some staircases and he's like, Body was lying up the stairs and his head was like down the oh bottom. Oh my god! Oh, poor oh guy. So hell. hectic mm. and um. Oh. I mean, that his, definitely does trump. His, like, <laughs> I can still see his face. <laughs> it's not funny, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but I was looking. I was Jesus. looking at his face in my mind's eye. Mm. Oh, I don't dang, mean. I'm sorry about that. That I, fucking sucks. I don't mean any disrespect. No, what's, no, whatsoever, right? But I would no. like to do. Can I do his face for you? Yeah, if you fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really if, disrespectful? If, if you feel comfortable doing it, I do. You can do it. Okay. I can't it was, stop you right now. Yeah, you can't. It was this. <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh, poor guy! Oh no! Oh man! Fuck that! That's yeah, that, that, the face that of a man like falling guy, down that some poor stairs. Man. That's what that, that is. Does sound like a worse shift than my trial shift of the old yeah. last. It, yeah, sorry. It sounds, sounds slightly worse. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like significantly worse. Yeah, sorry. It's a horrible. Yeah, you think you've done a bad shift? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. Sorry. Is this a competition Didn't... now? Yeah. <laughs> no, and you know what? It's horrible when people do that. I, yeah. We we shouldn't have. Todd, no, you no, shouldn't no. have interrupted. You I shouldn't have interrupted yeah, and bad. said. Yeah. No, you know you, you did. That no, was your like, bad. Fair dues though. Like that that is a I'll real way to empty up though. Like fairly. I do just want to shout out. I know that the old <laughs> gets a really bad rap, but Dana Katz, the um the person that manages the bar there, mm. um, is a legend and actually like subbed my rent when I was when I was like. What? Completely broke there you uh, go. last year over the summer. So she shout out. She gets a huge shout out. Yeah, I, what a awesome. legend. I'd Dana. like to shout yeah. out John Fisher too, who is actually like, was really cool. It's cool to us when we played there too. So shout outs, John. Yeah, shout and out John Fisher. And he listens to the pod. Yeah. yeah. So shout out. Oh, there you go. And, um, you know, those people are all, you know, everyone from the old Blue Last is pretty much out of work and stuff now too. So that's true. Mm. Hearts out. It's also not yeah. Dana Katz. I can't remember what her last name is, but it's Dana. She's awesome. <laughs> nice shout out, man. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Yeah. You have oh, a name. God. But anyway, you guys were talking about, about uh, having a venue in, uh, in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, oh, we got well, the tote. Oh, the tote. There it is. There There's, it is. Sorry, a, I take it back. I fairly, take it back. It's a pretty punk kind of venue. But I, th- so I think cool? the tote. The, the tote. tote. The, the tote. tote. 
Yeah, I think so. Who's, who's come through there? Well, you know what? Honestly, couldn't tell you. Yeah, I honestly, <laughs> couldn't tell you. I saw but does it work like a similar yeah, I guess, way? Yeah, yeah, does it work the same way in the windmill of just like um, fostering an environment? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> it probably, it's probably it sounds so sick. What does it do? <laughs> no, Listen, it does. But it probably like does. A smaller scene of like punk bands. Yeah, they're, they're not. It's they're not, really not bands like that broader. kind of like. Yeah, they're not bands that sort of take off into the international sort of scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're they're far more local. And also, when we're only We've only lived in Melbourne for the last two, three years. We're actually from Sydney okay. primarily. So we're, we're not oh, okay. super Melbourne-y. Melbourne, Why'd you Melbourne. move to Melbourne? Yeah, why Melbourne? I moved by accident. I came for a month to work on a <laughs> on an album. I didn't know where I was going. I, I didn't. I was like, I knew I needed a break from Sydney. I came to stay with a friend and producer of mine. I was working on a record uh, for another project and I stayed for a month and then I extended that stay for another month and then all of a sudden I was like, Maybe I'll just fucking stay here. I don't mm. mind it. Mm-hmm. And then Todd moved down about a year after. No, yeah, then Will moved, then I moved. I had the same experience with London. I've pretty much lived in London since February or March. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I have not had my own place. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> right. I sleep slept on people's sofas, but people think that I've lived in London for like a year now. And I'm getting yeah, right. my own place in March. Oh, um, yes. yes. How good <laughs> but is March that? is not now. <laughs> it's still a long time. Did you just do a cheer? Yeah, I just like do a yeah. cheer. Yeah, I've got That's a. Sick. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you guys are really, you guys are actual proper professionals. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, so we're proper. I told you we're professionals. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, this course, is. Yeah. I think this is episode forty-five. So we've really leveled oh, okay. up in the yeah. last forty-five. <laughs> Every That's three what or four. We've held out. We've held out until yeah. yeah. you guys. We were assured that you guys are professionals. I feel sorry for everyone on the first few that we did. They got a really bad deal. Shout out. Yeah. Um, Tyler, that's exciting that you got your own you got your own place. How 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 do you what so is someone moving out of somewhere and you're taking the room or something? No, um Georgia, who's in our band. Huh? No. Oh, wine or water? Wine. Wine. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Cool. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, he'll, he shall fetch me white wine. Um also the difference in drinks right now. You guys put in the morning. Yes, we're on the coffee. Yeah. Um, so Georgia, who's in my band, she called me up the other day and was like, Tyler, just found this awesome flat. You've got to move in with me. Um, she's moving in next week, but I'm working on, uh, I'm, I'm going to move back with my parents for a little bit and work on some, work on my own album of sorts. Oh, cool. uh, so I want to get that done and then I'll come back to the big smoke. Um, Fuck, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah, and the, yeah, it'll just be... be the weather will be warming up. Hopefully, mm. COVID will yeah. be sort of pissing off. Yeah. It's gonna, that's going to be exciting. And you guys will be hitting the road. It'll be great. That'll be, that's yeah. so fun. So excited to live with Georgia as well. That's yeah, going to be nice. you guys tight? Yeah. I mean, we all are as a band. We, we're yeah. all very, very tight. We're like a family. And that's yeah. partly why it works so well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of us in the band, but like we've all known each other for a really long time. Um, and we've all kind of been just really, I mean, we've known each other pretty much all since we were 17, 17, 18? I was 16 yeah. when I met you guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just, we know each other from a real long way back and we're all friends more than anything. Like we're not, Oh. which is yeah. nice. It's nice. Which well, is a good thing. We are like a family as cheesy as it sounds. How did yeah. you all meet? That is just how it is. Um, most of us met when we were in sixth form. In um, school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like uh seventeen years old, I think I met uh yeah, most of them. And then Georgia met us when she went to Lewis went to Guildhall 
and then they met there because George is from Cornwall. She's the one that isn't from around Cambridge area. And she plays the violin, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm, I must say, as like Jamie said, it's really like quality music and it is impressive to for oh. like, because my first band was trash. Yeah. <laughs> like Same, that's a good call. Was like poor taste, um, the fa- farthest from being cool. Um, and so I just wanted to say respect for starting a cool band at a young age. <laughs> it's not easy to do. <laughs> I mean, Seriously. Just to let you know. How'd you bloody do it? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't okay. This isn't our first band, Charlie. This is Nervous definitely conditions. not Charlie's. No, well, no, 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 no. Even before that, not so that. I, mean, I was going to say, Charlie has. I was history. in a. Yeah, I was in like. <laughs> if it a, makes you feel like any a, better, Todd. Yeah, like if it makes me feel better, I was in a scar fusion band before oh, I joined. Okay. That okay. makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Yuck. And like and like like bad scar fusion as well. <laughs> and I, I wasn't even friends with Charlie at this point, and I knew yeah. he was the guy in yeah. this band. Well, maybe it was good scar fusion. That's what made it really bad. That's what made it bad. Yeah. You don't want to be good at something like that. Uh, yeah. And what about you, Tyler? Were you playing in a band before or is this your first? Nervous Conditions was my first. Nervous Conditions. Okay. And, then, and is that, and then I haven't listened to Nervous Conditions. Is that a similar style? No. 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 What's That's the vibe there? straight up, like more post-punk, more yeah, yeah, right. post-punk. And it's kind of how we kind of, we cut our teeth. Just that was much more experimental, much more yeah. uh, based on improv and like yeah. free form yeah. um, kind of, I guess rock music and like yeah, free yeah. jazz music, and that's kind of how we were able to develop a language between the seven of us to right. create music which is much more structured and kind of yeah, much yeah, more, right, uh, okay, yeah. You know, oh, um, I also would like to say that I think it's great that your album. I mean, you're you're obviously doing well, and you're like a lot of people are excited about what the future holds for you guys. But your album's nice. like. You're just doing your own thing. Like your biggest song is fucking nine minutes long or whatever. <laughs> and um, I just think it's mad. Like so many people in the music industry are like so bound by like how they think or are told things should be done. Like a song needs to be a certain length. Otherwise there's no point. Like what's, you know, don't bother. Um, however many band members is too hard to tour. Don't bother doing that. You know, there's so many people that are just would like, you know, excuse my French, poo-poo the things that you're doing. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't believe you said <laughs> that. Yeah. No. Shut up, don't say it again. Um, I'm waffling now, but I think it's cool. Uh, it's it's great that you guys are, like, pulling it off. So well done. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's really kind. I think, I mean, I think what's important is that there was no direct intent. No. And I think that's that's like the the main no preconception yeah, at all. Completely, I think that's like the fact that people engage with it is great, it's mind wonderful. blowing. Yeah, it's, and it's you know kind of baffling, but like um, <laughs> mm. yeah, it's it's there. There was no like distinct um, like movement from all of us to create music which would like be appealing or like radio friendly or like no. uh, yeah. And I think we've. I think we've probably benefited from it, but it's like either way, it doesn't particularly play into how we direct our music, really. Because yep. I think also just because the best the best gig which I think I've ever played, 
Um, and I guess Tyler might also share that is was in a cricket club in Bedford. I don't Bedford. think that's the best. It's one of the best experiences. One of the best. Well, yeah, well, I mean, probably worst game, but one of the best like experiences I've ever had um, musically was playing in a cricket club in Bedford, which is a like a rural county in um, mm. just outside of Cambridge. It was quite enlightening. And it was um, we played to about two people. Um, mm. One of them, I think, being Lewis's dad. Um, mm. And there were about 50 people outside waiting for us to stop playing. Um, <laughs> previously had all of those people inside it. And yeah, I mean, they, oh, were, they yes. all were there when started we started. Playing. They'd all left. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, a, you did a cleaning of the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Done but it did kind of make us realise that, um, or I think it bred a very important and quite helpful trait, uh, which was to just not really make too much of a fuss about what was going mm. on outside of the musicians on the stage. Yeah, um, it's great. Mm. So that's just is why, why we do a lot of what we do. It's like for each other, the way mm. that we perform, like the, physically the way that we set up is like to create these um, like, um, vis- like visions eyelines. of like eyelines. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, people will almost like pair up on stage. Mm-hmm. We're almost looking in on each other. It's not... Like the 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 audience will get something from it, but it's almost like we're performing for one another. Mm. If 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 we can't quite connect to each other, then the audience have nothing to connect to. So mm. in a weird way, it's not selfish, but we come first because if we can't connect mm. with one another, then they get nothing from it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a weird way of talking about performing music, but yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it shows. It shows in those videos, and it's it's cool. It's cool. It's it, and it's quite immersive. You know, probably. It, you know, it is really quite immersive. You sort of feel like you're in the middle of it um, just when, you watch, when I'm watching the videos or whatever, which is nice. You feel like you're in the middle of it? Yeah, kind of. Really? That's, I guess, that's, I'm really mm. surprised to hear that because I sometimes w- wonder whether, like, because of the way we perform, because it's so, like, looking in on itself that maybe it can be a bit um, exclusive from the audience or, like, we, I sometimes worry that there might be a division that we create. Well, look, I, I haven't seen you live, but watching the videos, live videos, I, I kind yeah. of felt in, a, in mm. and amongst it. But, I mean, if you can get it from a video, then maybe mm. <laughs> it might be more easy to get involved with it, yeah. a yeah. live gig. So that's quite yeah. reassuring to hear. That's reassuring. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. But it's a good point you make, Todd, about, you know, being young and writing, like, tasteful music. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like, I think I've mentioned it on pod before, but, like, Todd and I both really love Ice Age and particularly yeah. their first, like, two records. And um, mm. I was so fucking young when they wrote those records yeah. and they're just masterpieces. Yeah. When you kind of look back at, like, how young people were when mm. uh, they sort of did the most amazing things, mm. not to say that anything that we're doing is, is in any way, shape or form comparable to <laughs> it, but, like, like... I think like Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein when she was 18 and uh, Orson Welles directed System came when he was 21. Wow. Um, so I think that, you know, like, I actually don't know what I was trying to say. Yeah, what but we're it, doing, it happens what a lot. pales in comparison to that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. There's far, yeah, yeah. More, there's far more impressive stuff going on done by young people. So yes, yes. <laughs> Listen to the you record, might imagine. take it in some, you know, there's, there's some perspective yeah. to be had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't yeah. compare us to Orson Welles. Just, yeah, just go that watch this in Kansas. Please don't. I think we just got the title of the episode. Todd, what do you reckon? What is it? Black Country New Road compare themselves to Citizen Kane. 
Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only really joking. It. I think we got the scoop. I'll hit <laughs> up your publicist after this. Nice. Yeah, please do. Fuck's sake, yeah. Charlie. You guys do your um, do your Spotify wrapped. You guys do your um, No, I had haven't done that yet. I, I did. Really? I did. I had a What'd look. Yeah. I might do I'll show do mine now. It was yeah. there was a lot of um it was quite different to last year's, but there was a lot of blade. Um there was a lot of Echo 2K as well. I really like that compilation album they did earlier this year. Oh yeah. The the label year the triple O one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um yeah, that's that's what it must have been. Yeah. yeah. I really I really listened to that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. it, Lust for Youth were big on my one last year, but they didn't mm. get a they didn't even get a look in this year. Oh shit! They didn't wow. even get a look. I mean, I listened to them a lot as well, so that just goes to show how much Blade yeah, I was listening true. to. <laughs> <laughs> what about you yeah. guys? I don't know how. I think it was in the last lockdown that we had. I, I somehow reached the top five, top point five percent of Vampire Weekend listeners. <laughs> wow! I don't oh. really know. I haven't listened to them since. Like summer, yeah. But, but obviously, oh, yeah. you know the what a the, summer. The, yeah, the but, yeah. What a summer lie, it was. So, yeah, it doesn't. The new record, the newer record. Um, I guess so. Yeah, I, I know that I was listening to a lot of their stuff at the moment. At, at that yeah. time, I know that my most listened to song of the year was "At the Door" by The Strokes, which I mm. do think is an exceptional single. I wasn't oh, very pleased with the album. Which one's that one? Oh, off the okay. latest album? It's, it's the single that came up, yeah, before the album that's like totally synth and yes. um, vocals. And I thought it was incredible. And then the album came out and I was quite disappointed by it because mm. they'd like set this tone that was like so beautiful. And um, the rest of the album to me just seemed to be like kind of bad versions of what they did before. <laughs> yeah, but it's right. still very enjoyable, you know. I, yes. I, it's, it's not a bad album at all. It's just like disappointing. It's, yeah. it's been a funny road for the Strokes, hasn't it? It's been because weird. Yeah. I feel like they've struggled to, to reconnect. Mm. You know what's weird is that like, um, because I mean, I was like, when did the first album come out? In 2001? Yeah. Something like 2001? that. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I was, I was, two or three when that album came out. So I didn't really get the hype at the time. Like, I don't think I, like, probably got a look in. What, you didn't uh, get the hype when you were two? Yeah, Come which is on. weird, yeah. yeah. I know. Late um, Yeah, I was yeah. a real late bloomer. I was, I was late to the strokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but because, I mean, I only really started, like, properly listening to them when I guess I was, like, 12 or 13. Mm, yeah. Um, they had already put out, they'd kind of already, like, peaked or, like, peaked and then trolled, yeah. I suppose. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then they were putting out like what's the album with the red cover? Um, yeah, something like their, their fourth album or something like that. Oh, mm. um, fucking um oh. reptilia. Come down, come down, machine. come down, machine. Come down, machine. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and so that was like one of the first strokes albums I listened to, and I, I'm the same. And I really liked it, which yeah. and, like, and I was like, I, I looked at a couple of reviews like a few weeks ago, like just in retrospect, just seeing how yes. um because I was like, shit, that, I really like this album. I like all of their like you know albums that kind of preceded that um mm. and it, I, it kind of got sort of panned, panned. Like, yeah, which, which i mean it's weird because i guess fucking people shat on them their entire almost their entire career mm. since those first two albums which Just, i think is bullshit because like it's a great album and i do i do enjoy it and i don't think it's like particularly mawkish to say so i think that like if the music journalism quite likes to create a narrative arc for yeah 
artists. Yeah. Which kind of sucks as like a kid, if like you join in on the wave of that arc at like a point where like they're going down in the public eye and you mm. catch it at the going down point but then and you it, think... It oh, also, mm. I don't know, because it also saves you from that prejudice. Like, I mean, like if you don't read the reviews and if you just kind of like are there mm. when they, like, they're a band which exists and they have like a really relatively broad discography, like and if you don't look at the reviews, then... Isn't like, your idea of them then like tainted by your age and the point at which you meet them? Like if you like if you disregard like what you see in the public eye, if you had heard them from the first and second albums and then you heard Come Down Machine, your idea of Come Down Machine would be very different. Yeah. And I'm and I'm saying oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, my course, perspective yeah, yeah, as well. Course, like yeah, you yeah. can completely ignore what the what the press say about it, but you could yeah. come to that same conclusion probably. Yeah, you that, probably yeah, would. That's true. Yeah. You know. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. I probably you know, no, I, I <laughs> Um, uh, I, I, I like Come Down Machine I like parts of it but that's only because of the age I was when yeah. I came to it and yeah, yeah. that was one of the first albums that I came to mm-hmm. and yeah so okay so Vampire Weekend and Strokes quite high on your list Tyler for this year yeah. in terms of listening and what, yeah. about, what about you Charlie so I got I was in the top 1% of all Sufjan Stevens what oh wow <laughs> yeah he was my number Whoa. one artist which is weird because at the beginning of the year if you told me that I was going to be in the top 1% of Sufjan Stevens artists, uh, I would have, I think, probably told you to fuck off because I yeah. like hated him at the start of the year. Right. I really like. I couldn't stand his voice. Like, just something about like the the timbre of his voice really yeah. grated me. Yeah. And then um, I listened to Illinois. Um, like one of the tracks just kind of came up on my Discover Weekly. Right. And I loved it. And then I kind of went from there, really. And um, just completely okay, like totally obsessed. Wow, I love that. Listen so much. Like, I just, I think he's amazing. Like, oh, really, really, I just think that Illinois is one of the most amazing albums that I think I've what ever heard. What a turnaround. Heard. Completely. And then, I mean, I don't actually really know what happened to my music this year because also my number one track was the, uh, the titular song from the Minecraft soundtrack. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. So, I mean, like, it's not exactly what you will, but yeah. um, I do stand by that it's an incredible song it and, is, like, part of one of the best ambient beautiful. albums of all time. So, do you listen, listen to OSTs much? Um, no, actually, not really. No. I don't either. But- <laughs> I listen to <laughs> one, though. I listen to one. Yeah. I've listened to oh, yeah? Doom, Doom Eternal OST a lot. It's got like. Oh, yeah. I've heard that is really good. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Todd, what it's was like your heavy. rap? I haven't done it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's something, that's something for the listeners to look forward to next time. I yeah, suppose. yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do Todd, a special episode. Deep Todd dive. likes very heavy. <laughs> Todd likes very heavy music. Who would it be, Todd? Who's, who, who was your guess? Um, you like the I, new. Um, I couldn't say for this year. I can't think. You probably. like the new Blood Incantation um, record? Yes, I like that. I quite like that one. I had a blunt incantation sweater this year that I bought in lockdown and I had to throw it in the bin because I was taking my cat to the vet and it pissed in the litter tray, (laughs) in the cat carrier. And that was the only thing I like took off my jumper and just wiped it all up with it and then put it in the bin so I no longer have it. Mm. Wow. Like a noble sacrifice. Yeah. I tell you what, I started listening to Black Gaze quite a lot this year. I'd never really, I was like so late to the party listening to Death Heaven. Um, oh yeah, but I've been listening to a lot of that recently. Like a lot of um, you heard the band Sadness? No, they're really <laughs> no. Cool. good. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're like really, really awesome. Like kind of really. Who are they? They're just like I don't know. I think it's just like a guy. Just a guy. I think it's just like a, like a dude. Where's he from? Mix. I think he's from like San Francisco, maybe. 
Oh, um, but he I just actually makes, have like, seen this. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, makes really, really like, like shoegazy, like completely reverb drenched guitars and drums. Um, but it's all like, uh, it's just like so crushing when you come. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's fucking awesome. Right. It's really we played good. a festival once with this band who we saw called. It's the, such a good band name, for, and, and it suited them so well. Drowning Horse, which is just such horse. an evocative. Drowning Horse. Such a very a, yeah. evocative name, actually. Yeah. It is, Whoa. yeah. Um, and it was name. like <laughs> the. <laughs> Heaviest, loudest. It say, is sad, yeah. The image is heavy, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, really it's like heavy. Drowning. It's yeah, fucked. Completely. And you can you really imagine it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. you can. And it sounded mean. like a drowning Fog horse coming off a lake, nighttime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, and it's really like slow and God, oh, yeah. horrible image. Yeah, incredibly emotive name. I thought that How was you guys so, come up with your so smart. Um, I suggested it to Todd's um, old band as a joke. And was immediately like, everyone told me to fuck off. Mm. Nice. And, but I was like, it, because, you know, I won't um, go into the whole story, but we, we started as, a, as an intentional floor, floor clear, clear out band kind of thing. Nice. You know? So okay. we wanted a name that was just stupid and, um, and uh, yeah, it was like in a very uh, abrasive live show. Like we had the strobe on the entire time and <laughs> we wrote nice. intentionally bad, heavy songs and um, we really succeeded. Bad. Intentionally bad. Intentionally Why bad. Or maybe, maybe, maybe they weren't um, intentionally bad, but, but they were certainly, um, if they were yeah. bad, it didn't, it didn't bother us. Yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> they were, some were bad, some were okay. But some it didn't were okay. Matter. Yeah, but it didn't matter, and that was the. It was it was a reaction to having played in bands that took themselves so seriously for so long. Yeah, yeah. We we really craved an outlet where we could uh, discard all that completely, and also discard the judgment that comes along with. Oh, is this song any good? Or what does it need? Or you know, all these mm. structural changes. We just threw all that to the wind. Tried to write songs as quickly as humanly possible, and then put them, forced them out on stage before they were ready as well. Mm. So it was just like a. Cool fun project and um nice. and then you know but the result i guess of doing something that fun was that it became so fun that we like really really loved doing it and then started to i guess put a bit more work into the actual song you know songwriting and and all that kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. but um but that's the genesis of our band name we it's shortened to tnsw a lot now which is okay. which is nice but um is, yeah but yeah it was a joke there you go. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, re- I read that yours was from an online kind of generator sort of situation. Is that where your band name came from? Our band name ultimately came mm. through months and months of argument and not oh, yeah. much else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in it's that so process, did come like a band simulated. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, so it was, it was, it was, we, what Isaac and I ended up doing quite a lot was um, going on random Wikipedia articles. Mm, um, that's right. And just like getting uh, stuff from that. Um, and you like keep pressing the hyperlink. Yeah, you keep on pressing the hyperlink and just like kind of spinning it and seeing what you got. Yeah. And then it was actually, it was on my birthday um, <clears throat> when just before I was leaving the house, uh, I, I was around at Isaac's. Um, just before we left, he got Black Country Road. Mm. Um, and I said it was a fucking terrible name. And then I left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, then he, you know, 
ground down. Well, everyone else kind of eventually quite liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny when you land on the right one and you don't necessarily know it straight away, but it sticks. The funny thing about having a seven person band is like you, you, it hits you in very, very different ways. Someone will hate it, but like it's about a majority vote in the end. Someone has to be like the sacrificial lamb that has to like kind of just like suck it up. The odd number. Lucky you've got the odd number. It is very lucky you've got the odd number actually. The the way you guys describe diving through um, Wikipedia like that reminds me of... um, my girlfriend and I, she's an artist called Purient and uh, we were working on some music together one day and we, 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 we decided to, uh, we, we've been working on like a, you know, a little EP or something together and we decided mm-hmm. to name all the tracks before we wrote them and so we just went to our book uh, shelf and we're just grabbing books, opening and pointing and um, writing down whatever we pointed at and we came through with some like truly incredible titles if I don't say so myself and Kate actually used um, she released a single in her in her act uh, Purient and she used one of the titles which we got from a book and it was the title of the song is Perceptible Vitality which I just think is oh, so cool is that from that? Yeah. that's just from a book that's just something we which pointed at I can't remember I can't remember we were using like 10 different books and I'm not sure which one it may, it may, it's, it's may have been method. from Gatsby or something yeah um, but yeah <laughs> That's a good method. That's how the back of the uh, the Maccabees got their band name, right? I've got no idea why I know that. Why um, do you know that? I've got no idea. Not so secret Maccabees fan. Oh no, yeah, I'm an I'm an out and out Maccabees fan. (laughs) Maccabees guys. (laughs) Yeah. Funny word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a book. So it's a book. It's a book. And actually, I'll tell you why I realised that that occurred to me today when I was doing my seminar, Um, because it's a it's a book in the Old Testament. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Um, and as I was flicking through the Bible earlier this evening. Oh, you were? Uh, as we I often was, does. As, as I'm off to do. We often <laughs> oh, have yes. to have a break in our practice. Yeah, Charlie so can I go can read for a bit. go and check the scripture and see how it's mm. going to inform the rest of my evening. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. Normally quite positive, sometimes really bad. And then I just like, <laughs> I have to get the fuck yeah. out of there. Yeah. yeah. Like fast. Yeah. I haven't um, spent any time reading the Bible, but I'm sure there's some good bits. <laughs> it is. It is genuinely... Um, it's, I, I study I study ancient history, um, and so I right. spend quite a lot of my time looking through very very old books. Right, and the Bible is, <laughs> which yeah, which is quite cool, I suppose. Yeah, um, but um, the Bible is genuinely one of the most like painful books to read. Yeah, like, really no genuinely, because because it because it, it um, the translation has not been updated for the like the general English version since the 1600s and so you are just essentially reading like goddamn old like English essentially yeah um and it is completely like soul sucking it's so hard and yeah you need a nap you need a nap after a <laughs> sentence it's fucking boring yeah yeah um, but um but yeah i don't know that's, yeah. that's how I know that the Maccabees are there. That's the name. <laughs> Thanks for that fact. Yeah, that's so that's the other scoop. Big fan of the Maccabees. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of the Maccabees, just, yeah. Just Charlie. Just me. Leave it at that. Yeah, 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 we got, so, yeah. Do not get me involved in this. <laughs> no, we got, we got you covered, Tyler. All good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, any plans to come out to Australia anytime next year, do you think? Oh, we'd love to. Uh, we'd love to. We were actually like before everything that happened. We were meant to come to Australia. We were this close. We were so right. close and then everything happened. So I think it's very possible that like not that far into the distance it could happen. Yeah. We were meant to come to 
What's the big mm. big festival? Um, oh, Splendor in the Grass. Splendor in the Grass. Yeah, we were going to do yeah. that. Oh, we were we were going to do. I mean, we're, to be fair, it never got announced, and it was just like the the offer was mm. was there. Yeah, um, big festival. We, it's very good. Yeah, um, we never ended up doing it. Um, just because, well, I mean, for COVID and obviously because we hadn't, I don't think we'd release enough music to kind of like, I think, like consider going that far away. <laughs> I think we kind of wanted some music to kind of support it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, we like- expensive. It's yeah. a long way to go. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, guys, you guys are okay. so far away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're very far away from you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, oh, it's all relative, yeah. isn't it? But, yeah, yeah, you're um, very far. Yeah. But next year, that would be amazing. Yeah, we'd love to. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Even if it was just me and Tyler for a weekend, like away. Like, yeah, the band, yeah the I've got a couch. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm yeah. so used to sleeping on couches yeah. now. Yeah. Become quite yeah. an expert. Well, then there we, there we go. It's a deal then. It's mm. sorted. <laughs> nice. Nice. We'll send yeah, you we'll our do dietary requirements. Oh, have you got any? Uh, any what? Dietary requirements. Oh, do I? Oh, yeah, Tyler. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, though. <laughs> I okay, do not want enough. to talk about we it. We both yeah. do. They're complex cool. and like it's not cool. So yeah. well, like next yeah. question, please. Yeah, would you love really... to come to Melbourne though. Speaking um, of yeah. uh, controlling your narrative, we'll just leave the dietary yeah. requirements. Yeah. 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 That is an example. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. If you, if you, if well, when you come to Melbourne, make sure you hit us up. We'll hang. We'll For come sure. to your show. Of course, of course. Yeah, definitely. I like Melbourne a lot. Um, I think I've only been to Australia once, but my Uncle is from Melbourne, and when I went like about three, four years ago, we did like a little tour of um, the Great Ocean Road. That kind oh, of area. beautiful! Shout out. Um, did did uh, and sorry, Sydney, Melbourne, Melbourne swings it for me. Nice. Yeah. I know you guys are Sydney, but um, yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne um, is pretty European. It yeah, is. It, it is. is. It's fancy, and it's nice it's to hear that from a European person yeah. as opposed to. It's just Australians saying that. You would know. No, 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 no. It really is. It really is. Not, yeah. not um, by European. I mean, quite broadly European. Parts of like parts of the architecture actually reminded me of Prague in some some way. Prague and like Budapest. Right. That sounds great. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a very cool city. We're very lucky. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's nice here. I went um, when um Melbourne Now was happening, which okay. I think is like like a reoccurring art like exhibition that happens across the city and it was happening mm-hmm. across like all sorts of galleries it was so so sick oh cool a lot of culture down here that's what they say a lot of culture, want culture, I love culture so if you want culture want culture you come to melbourne if you want the beach <laughs> well, you, you the go coffee, to Sydney. you're the coffee capital you want coffee yeah, we are coffee. you want coffee yeah. culture yeah high fashion uh you come to melbourne four, four, yeah. four seasons in one day you come to melbourne <laughs> sounds like, yeah. yeah sounds yeah. great yeah. yeah um well, guys, yeah. do you guys want to give... Let's give the album a plug. Yeah. It comes oh, yeah, out sure. February 5, is that right? Mm-hmm. February yeah. 5, and what... Um, excuse me, but what's the title of the album again? It's the title is mind. For the First Time. For the First Time. For the First Time. For the time. First Time. Um, yeah. And it's it's our album. There are six tracks on it. Uh, and... We all play on them. We all mm. play on it. Yeah, we're on it. Excellent. We're on it. So if you want to Excellent. hear us playing that, just listen to it. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, oh, could, cool. could we also just plug, um, I mean, we'd love to plug the album definitely and go and listen to the album when it comes out. But also, um, if you uh, 
if this comes out like in the next couple of weeks and the the live stream is still available to donate to the mm. windmill yeah um go check that um don't you know you don't have to you know watch the live stream if you just can check out the windmill fundraiser cool and you two thanks for um thanks for you know you we talked at the start of the show about you guys being uh, quite silent when it comes to media outings, etc. And but we really appreciate you guys coming on this pod and having a chat. It was a really lovely chat. Yeah, it's nice. No, to meet no, you. it was also like we listened to your podcast before, and like it's not, it's not like a intense like interview setup. It's just like nah. It's very nice. It's been nice to meet you guys. Yeah, nice definitely. to chat. This so. has been really, really lovely. Yeah, yeah. thank you guys Good. so much for having Good. us. Glad you Great enjoyed it. You. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, and um. Great. We'll definitely hang out when you guys are here or we'll hit you up when we come over that way too. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, please do. Yeah, if you have new couch oh. or a bed in London, come out. Yeah, All right. thank you. Appreciate okay. that. Nice. All yeah. the best with the album okay. and cool. have a good night. Yeah, Catch all you guys the best. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. See, ya. See ya. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.